Sort your socks? No, actually. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't sort my socks at all. I just throw them in my top drawer. That's where they go. Yeah, what's your, you ever wonder, oh, here's what I'm going to think about. Yeah. Why does it seem like when you wash or dry socks, like you always come out with less, like whatever happened. Like I always lose socks and I don't know how. Like I try very hard to like, you know, make sure, all, like if I put in five pairs of socks, I, I try to make sure I have five pairs coming out, but usually it's like, Three pairs plus one. So I never know what happened. So I don't know if you have the same issue. Yeah, I have the same issue. And then what I end up doing is just like making a collective sock drawer. And I get to like the end of the week and I realize like I have no matching socks left. So, you know, I'm in a little bit of trouble. I have to put on two different types of socks. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You also, growing up, you never put your socks on, right? Did you ever notice that about yourself? Yeah, I, yeah, I just like put them on. I guess it's an alcoholism al- or something or alnomics. Yeah, because just put it, just put it on. Like growing up, Alex would like walk out of the bedroom. He'd have you know that like gray, the gray part where the heel goes. Al would have that on the top part of his foot, <laughs> just totally, just totally discombobulated. His socks would be on sideways. Yeah, you were you were. You're special with the socks there. Yeah, I finally mastered them now, so I do it the right way. Hey, conquering your demons, I like it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we got to talk briefly here before we jump into the Disney songs. Uh, How was your trip to Alaska? You went to uh, to Alaska for your honeymoon. How did that go? Um, I I don't know if your listeners want to hear it, but I'll try to give it a brief summary. Um, We started off in Vancouver, which actually is a nice city. Um at least mostly nice city. We accidentally went into a not so very nice part. Uh-oh. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of, um, yeah, it was kind of a little sketchy there. I got a little worried, but, uh, we pulled through. Wait, you got worried? I don't know. It's just, I'm in a, wow. fo- I'm in a foreign, foreign city. Foreign city. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver. Yeah, and, and you know what happens when people from Vancouver get pissed, right? Oh, yeah, it's like, and I just, uh, if they found out I was from Boston, oh, they would burn. It would burn you alive. So, but no, this actually city was nice. So we spent a couple nights in Vancouver, and then uh, we took a cruise um, to Alaska, um, and we had we actually made four stops: three in Alaska and one in Victoria, British Columbia. So, um, our favorite though, a couple highlights. One was Juneau, which is a really nice little area. With the glacier, so I've never seen a glacier before, but it was pretty cool. At first, I was kind of, you know, wondering, you know, are we just wasting our time seeing a big block of ice? Yeah. But it was actually pretty, uh, pretty amazing just to see like the scope of it and just like how small we are in this world. Yeah. Wow, wouldn't you um, know? I know. Well, I'm already small, get it. So. Do you get it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You get the joke. Wouldn't you know? Hey, hey! I do want to ask you this question. Uh, I was yeah. following your uh, your Instagram account, you and your wife's Instagram account. Yeah, but you never like the Instagram. So what's up with that? You don't like it? Okay, let me just get to this real quick before okay. we dive into uh, something deep yeah. like that. Yeah. Who do you get to take those those pictures? Were you two making out in front of a glacier, like? Who, both hands are there, like, your hands are around her, her hands are around you, 
And Why yet, are they kissing though in those pictures. Who is taking those pictures? Oh, uh, uh, one thing about people in Alaska—they're very nice and friendly. So anybody you just stop and ask them if they can take a picture, and they will. Those That's one thing I noticed. Like, especially like Vancouver, people are nice. Yeah. Alaska, people are super friendly. Mm-hmm. Part because like. It's like a big deal if people from like the lower forty-eight comes and visits them. So I'm like, oh, people! Yeah. Like one lady was so happy. Like it was we told her it was our first time, and she's like, oh, like she was just like you know as as if we were coming to her house or something. She was just so thrilled. So it was a trip full of first times, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, there it is. Uh, so let me let me address this. Let me address this. Yeah. To be fair, I don't know since being on Instagram probably like five years ago. I don't know that I've ever liked any picture ever on Instagram. Does that make you feel a little bit better? So you don't like any like you're like all oh, the socks. Why am I even on it? Like type of deal, or you just never want to stick your thumb and do a double tap. On the picture. Oh, is that what you did? I just thought you touched it. I think it's a double tap. Oh, it's a double tap? Yeah, no, I, I'm not a liker. Like, I don't like things on Facebook. I don't heart things on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Would, would you like me to change my ways for you out? Would it make you feel better? If, I mean, it would help my self-esteem. Of a picture of you and your wife completely posed. Hey, hey. Well, of course it's posed. I mean, we, we asked somebody to take a picture. What are we going to, like, do? Not pose, just I mean, smile, just smile at the camera, dude. Uh, well, anyway, no one wants to see you. Your 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 wife has been posting stuff with Maggie, and I like it. You know, gives her you know because I like my niece, and um, I want to support that. So, all right, next time that's, you go on your honeymoon, I'll uh, I'll heart everything. How about that? Okay, well that's well, it's not too late. It's still there. You can go ahead and heart that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can go and heart that if you want. So, but actually, the, the highlight of the trip, going back to the trip. Oh, we know the highlight of your trip, Al. Was the, the, the Jeep going on and um, renting the Jeep. So I, we actually drove into the Yukon, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Out in the middle of nowhere, though. Yeah, I bet. I so bet. It's like, it's like the, probably the closest to the Arctic I'll ever get. But, For sure. But, I'm going to switch gears real quick here, Al. Switch gears. I'm gonna switch gears on you. Um, so we're gonna dive into some Disney songs. I do want to ask, um, how many times are you and your wife for date night gonna go to Disney? Um, well, our second night back in Orlando, oh we actually went to Hollywood Studios yesterday. Wow. Last after work. You couldn't even help yourself, huh? Nope. A we week away, and you're like jonesing to get back. Yeah, we. Well, actually, she initiated that trip. And, hey, um, and, and so, <laughs> It's always and so, better when she initiates out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Does that make no, you feel uncomfortable? You're a married man uh, now. Yeah, no, I am a married man. Um, I just don't know who's going to be listening. Anyways, hey, thanks. 20, like 15 people. Shut up, dude. Three, three different countries listen to this podcast, so. Uh, you best, you best well, recognize. Um, but um, yeah, we went to, and we're actually gonna go Sunday too. So some would say you're a Disney expert. So 
Your list better be good. Um, um, yeah, I'm more an, ex- not an expert. It's probably a strong word, but I'm more... Oh, don't be so uh, humble. ...to the parks, though. So the, the, the Disney don't movies be... and stuff, I'm, I'm going to be fairly good at this, but I may not know the actual actor who's saying it. Well, you know, yeah, I'm not really gonna. I'm not really gonna ask you for the actor, but okay. All right. So what Alex and I have done is we've compiled compiled a top five list of Disney songs of all time. Okay, and I've added a rule. This was a late rule for Alex. He was pretty mad at me. Um, I added a rule where you could not repeat repeat movies. So that means in our top five list, you couldn't have two songs from the movie Lion King, for example. All right, so each song comes from its own movie. I also have a list of honorable mentions, so there's that. Um, Al, what is your number five, top five? We'll start with five. You give your fifth one, and I'll give my fifth one. We'll discuss. So what is your number five? Uh, My number five, this is a nostalgic pick. Ooh, okay. um, And so when... Uh, growing up, I used to go to Arden and Gramps. And, uh, <laughs> I think we had the same. Watch. I think we yeah. had the same one. Yeah, go for yeah. it. So I remember going to Nana and Grampy's, having Crystal Light and Crystal what? Crystal Light, remember? Well, she said that Crystal Light fruit punch. Jeez. Well, anyways, as I'm Scare getting me to, with that. Crystal. Crystal Light, not Crystal Meth, <laughs> and um, and uh, we'd have like some type of ice cream and then I'd sit and watch Pinocchio oh. so my number five is Jiminy Cricket singing When You Wish Upon a Star wow did not see that coming at it's, all it's a classic and also too it has more meaning now because that's also the song that um, mom and I danced to at the wedding wow how many so, references to the wedding are you going to put in this episode maybe just one more <laughs> we'll see all right. So, so um, th- actually, can I ask another clarifying question? Is this the song from the actual movie or the soundtrack version? Does um, like, like for like, say Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Can it be the Celine Dion version of the song, <laughs> or or the, or the Mrs. Potts version of the song? We're gonna we're gonna go the the Mrs. Potts. So that's the movie version. Okay. So not okay. But songs can get an extra nod because recording artists have made their own version, right? So that gives, that bumps it up for a little bit for me in some songs, right? Okay. All right. All right. That that was a surprising number five because while it is a popular Disney song in the sense that a lot of people know it, it's definitely not. It didn't even make my honorable mentions. All right. All right. So my number five, which I think it will be close to you because you used to to dance around the house to this song. Oh, yeah. My number five is Step in Time from Mary Poppins. Okay? While it's not a overly um, difficult song to follow, it's pretty repetitive, um, it is, as the kids would say, it's a banger. Uh, The choreography is top-notch. I think that's what kind of puts it on my top five is like, the song, if you just like played it in your car, it's a it's a good song. But if you watch it, it's a top five song. Easy. And I'm interested to see with the new Mary Poppins coming out, how that all correlates 
to the new movie. You know, yeah. I'm a little nervous actually, that they're going to ruin it. Yeah, and I actually completely forgot about live-action Disney movies, to oh. be honest with you. So, no, it's still fine because I still have, I mean, my animated ones are solid. Yeah. All right, so number five for Alex was When You Wish Upon a Star. Mine was Step in Time. Alex, what do you have for number four? Uh, number four, I am going to go with um, the, the whole, oh crap. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, no, okay, my number four. <laughs> oh, now I'm like, now I'm like second guessing myself. Today, <laughs> this is how serious Alex thinks that he's second guessing himself. On the top five Disney songs of all time. Well, because, like, for, okay, so for example, my number four probably would have been Beauty and the Beast, but I like the one that they play at the credits with, uh, I think it's Peebo Bryson and Celine Dion, but if you're only going to keep me to, what, the Angela Lansbury version, like, from the actual, during the movie, then that's okay. probably not. The fact that you even know who sings it from the movie is just <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. So what's your so, number four? So I'm not going to do that now because so that's what kind of threw me off. Oh my god! Like, like for example, like like I like Elton John's version of "Can You Feel Love Tonight," but if that doesn't count, then I could. Um, so that's why I'm going to go with number four is uh, from Aladdin and "Friend Like Me." Ooh, "Friend Like Me." Yeah. What? So. What is it about that song that really gets you fired up? Let's go with yes. It, is, it, it does, I guess it doesn't matter, but it's just I, I love Robin Williams' character in that as genie, and it's just that's his introduction, pretty much. Yeah. That pretty much sets the stage for okay, this is what genie's character is like, and I, I don't know, I just think it's a good like introduction to his character. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that's a great that's a great one. That actually makes my honorable mention. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it didn't make my top five, but it, it did make my honorable mention. My number four comes from the Jungle Book. It is okay. the Bare Necessities. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this one I feel like is a sleeper, even though I would say, unless you disagree, I would say this is the highlight song, the headliner of the movie. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that this the headline of the movie for Jungle Book? Uh, I want to be like you. Yeah, I, I would think want to be like you, maybe. Actually, yeah. no. Uh, yeah, you're right. Probably Bear Necessity. Yeah, so Bear Necessity is the headline song in this movie, but I don't feel like even with a live action remake, this movie gets enough love. Therefore, this to me is kind of a sleeper pick because it. I don't think this song gets enough credit as one of the best songs. It's clever. It's fun. Gets you dancing. Lyrically, it's sound. It's got everything you need. Okay, that's that's pretty solid. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your number three? By the by, the way, I want to be like you from the Jungle Book made my honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's that's solid. Um. Okay. So now, wait. 
trying to figure things out because the whole action from the movie here. Um, Jeez, you are you are so rattled right now. Um, okay, number three, and I'm gonna throw another classic because I actually see this is not this is this is a song that may not be able to play in the car, but it's just so Disney, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever heard like a modern version to it, but it's. Um, this is actually, you can find this if you ever are at the Magic Kingdom, you can go on it. It's one of the songs from Pillar Magic, but it's, um, uh, when, oh, how's it go? When there's a smile in your heart, there's no, oh, you can fly, that's the song from Peter from Pan. Peter, from Peter Pan? Yeah. Wow. I was trying to think of, yeah, it's, you can fly, just because I think it's just from a classic, it's like kind of. Before Disney kind of had a lull, um, like in the I think seventies and eighties, they you know they didn't they had kind of a lull before the Lion King and yeah. um, Beauty and the Beast came. So that's kind of like one of the another like one from like the original classics that's really good. And, yeah. Um, it kind of is. I think that's more nostalgic too. Like I said, it's not something I'd like listen in the car or anything, but mm-hmm. it's like. Oh, if I'm at a Disney park, you know, it's a, it's a really catchy tune, and it's, um, it just kind of encompasses what Disney means, so. Did you ever write a paper about what Disney means to you? Because I feel like that would be the perfect middle school essay that Alex told oh, over. I, I mean, I probably would have used it. It probably been the only paper I would have used <laughs> in school. So I'm going to have to do a hard disagree with you on that number three song. It's super, it's super, super lame. It doesn't, (laughs) it's just like, it's awful. It is, it's an awful song. The fact that it made your, your top five is absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. And my wife is, uh, putting her thumbs down. I think I was just so rattled that I couldn't use the soundtrack version (laughs) of the songs. It's just, I'm like. I feel like uh, like a quarterback is just like getting rough. He goes into the game thinking he's gonna look, look, like you know he has a game plan and then the defense is just like confusing him. Wow, so, you're rattled right now, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share my number three here. In every Disney movie, there is a signature villain song, right? Oh damn it! You took this. I know what it is. You have no idea what this is. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, what movie do you think it's from? Actually, I probably don't know, but go ahead. Okay. Um, like, in The Lion King, there's Be Prepared. Um, that Scar sings. That's not the one I'm going with here. The one I'm oh. going with is, uh, it's called The Mob from Beauty and the Beast. It's time to take some action, boys. It's time to follow me. It is so vintage Gaston. It ja- I mean, I, I will admit, this is on my workout playlist. That's, that's how amped I get when I hear this song. What did you think oh, I was going to go with? Oh, well, it's actually... This is probably going to be... Um on my honorable mentions list, but my favorite villain song is Be Prepared. Ooh, okay. I think Be... But that's an honorable mention. That's not my top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my number three is The Mob. 
by, uh, by Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Alex decided to go with a real out of left field one and say, uh, you can fly from Peter Pan. So, um, let's well, see. it's classic Disney fun. Just make, it's pro- I probably did put it a little bit too high there, but I'm, hey, I'm rattled right now. So. <laughs> Mr. Disney himself is rattled. All right, Al, give us your number two overall Disney song. So my number two is, um, this is actually another one that kind of gets me pumped up from when I, like if I need to do stuff around the house, I just, like, I only play like the first like five seconds of the song, but it kind of gets, gets, uh, you know, gets you amped up and it's uh, Make a Man Out of You from a lot. Mm-hmm. That starts with, let's get down to business. That's pretty much like if I need to do chores, I'm like, I play that in my head. Really? And so, So, what is the name of the song again? Sorry. Make a Man Out of You? Yeah. Or I'll a, Make a Man Out of You? Yeah, that's a good song. Al. From Mulan? Yeah, that's a great yeah. song. Great choice. Alright, so this is my number two song. Alright. Um, you've taken it. You, you've taken it. Hello? What? You've taken it. You've taken my oh, num- I took it? You took my number two song. What you, was it? I'll make a man out of you. That's my number two. We agree. Oh, okay. I think you Oh wow, that's uh I guess great minds think alike, but that's uh that's um okay, so here's um here's a little uh, your thoughts on this this kind of controversy in the Disney community. So you know they're coming out with a live action Mulan, right? Okay, hey, hey, hold, hold the brakes on this. Okay, what? just trust me. Hold the brakes on this. We're gonna, we're gonna swoop back to to Mulan. Okay. We, okay. I promise you, we're gonna talk about Mulan, Mulan because because this this will come up. I promise. All right. So okay. Alex and I agree on number two. I'll make a man out of you. I feel like you can't have a top five. Alex, I can't. I don't feel like you can have a top five Disney song playlist or Disney song uh, list of all time without Donny Osmond on it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I can see that. That's, that's, that's fair. He's like a Disney song staple, in my opinion. What other songs has he been in? I don't know, but I feel like he's done other Disney songs, right? Yeah, well, he, I think he did... Um Sing in the Osborne family Christmas lights at uh, Hollywood Studios. I don't know if you ever saw that. Oh my but gosh! No, that's that is not a thing that like ninety eight percent of people outside of Orlando even know exists. Um, no, a lot of people that visited the Disney parks around Christmas knew what that it was. Like, it was there for like twenty years, or well, probably almost thirty. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Okay. So, so. Uh, yeah, so I'll Make a Man Out of You is, is a, a classic, like, that is a good, like, I got to get up, I'll do some things around the house. Uh, it fires me up, too. It gets me going. Donny Osmond is an animal on that track. Um, it's got everything. It's got uh, the, like, chorus behind them. It's got intensity. It's got powerful lyrics. It's got everything. All right. No, that makes that makes sense. Um, All right, Al. 
before we get to number one, I'm going to run through real quick some honorable mentions that I have. Okay. Uh, Be Our Guest is on my honorable mention list. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, Akuna Matata. Circle of Life is on there. Um, you know what? This is kind of a, a sleeper. Is out there. You know, out there. Oh, I know out there. <laughs> of course you do. From uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Do you call it Hunchback of Notre Dame or Hunchback of Notre Dame? Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, me too. That's the right way of doing it. Uh, this one is a is a super powerful one because the person that's singing it is putting her her man in place. And it's Colors of the Wind by Pocahontas. And that's not the girl that sings it, but that's the character. So Pocahontas puts John Smith in his place big time in that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, also super cultural, culturally relevant too. Um, so that could get, get some uh, brownie points. Um, this one we jumped, uh, we kind of jumped over for nostalgia purposes, but everybody wants to be a cat. Okay. Only because Jared played that all the time when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And then one jump ahead from Aladdin. Wait, what, say that again? One jump ahead. Where is that from again? Um, it's the one where he says, uh, Just a little snack, guys. Right? And then he's getting chased around. Oh, one yeah. jump ahead of the whatever he says. Oh, that one, oh that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. So, those are some of my honorable mentions. This leads me, uh, Alex, to your you number... Me, what? You want me, I thought I'd get some honorable mentions. Oh, you got, I didn't know... Well, you, you barely had a top five list. I didn't know... No, you were no, gonna... I had... I actually had a pretty solid one, but then you decided I can't use the soundtrack. See, because believe it or not, Lion King's probably my favorite soundtrack. Oh, if but, Lion King isn't your favorite Disney soundtrack, you're, you don't know anything. Yeah, like, can we all just but, agree like, that... Di- but, that the best Disney soundtrack of all time is is The Lion King. Oh, definitely. And my number one would have been uh, Can You Feel Love Tonight, but the Elton John version, which oh. is what I danced to at a wedding. Yes. But since it has to be in movie one. Um, honorable mention, though, would probably... So my favorite villain would definitely be um, Be Prepared. I think... Um, actually, a close second, though, for Be Prepared is from... Um, Hunchback in Notre Dame, but it's Hellfire. And Ooh. then uh, Frollo sings Hellfire. It's actually pretty dark. And, uh, which, I'm so, that's uh, probably back then the kids could handle it, but I don't think it would fly now. <laughs> but, yeah, these kids these days, they can't handle the Hellfire. Yeah, but, yeah they can't handle <laughs> Hellfire. I you and I live next to the Hellfire. <laughs> I actually considered putting out there on my top five and probably thinking about it, I probably should have put out there instead of You Can Fly, but oh my gosh. Like, I do like You Can Fly. Um, and then uh, I like the Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson version, of, like the soundtrack version of Beauty and the Beast. Um, and then actually, this was also an, um, is from the new version of Beauty and the Beast that came out last year, is uh, Forevermore, the song that Beast sings. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a, a good really one. good one. Yeah. And then, and, and believe it or not, um, I watched this about a couple months ago, but um, the song Remember Me from Coco, that's kind of like the, one of my favorite new songs that Disney's done in a while. Because mm-hmm. um, 
honestly, I kind of feel like Frozen's overrated a little bit, so... Um, yeah, you think so? Yeah, I just kind of got... I mean, I like Frozen's soundtrack, but I just thought it's been overplayed. Yeah. And Moana's um, um, not bad, and then um, Part of Your World is, was on my list. Oh, my, my gosh. Little Mermaid soundtrack shouldn't even be mentioned. Oh, Is that a problem for you? Because it is um, hot garbage. It is trash. I kicked off the Disney Renaissance, though, so I kind of, I mean, it has a special place in my heart, so. The it's, actual movie, I don't, I don't care for, but. No, the movie sucks. The soundtrack sucks. It's it's a bad movie in general. No, I don't think it's a bad movie, no. Um, but what about this villain song? This is another villain song. I knew it wasn't my top five. But if I had to do a top five villain song, this would be it. It would be Corella DeMille. Ah, yeah. Classic. And, you know, watching 101 Dalmatians growing up all the time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that one Jared used to watch over and over again? Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. So, but Corella DeMille is a pretty good um, song. And then, lastly, on my honorable mention would be, um, again, if this was, if I could open this up to the soundtrack version, I would have done um, uh, "Party," uh, no, no, "Party World," oh. the one where uh, Jasmine and Aladdin are on the carpet. A whole new world. Yeah, a whole new world. Yeah. So. Every moment, red letter. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that, those are my honorable mentions. I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but. Um, um, yeah, those those are my but my number one, and this is probably recently number one. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney's has featured this song in the theme parks for their fireworks show. So if anybody goes, you'll hear this one, and it's pretty epic when they sing it. But it's what are you laughing at, <laughs> dude? You're talking to mostly people that live up in New England, right? Most of the people that listen to this are from this area. So what you just said, right, was, hey, if you ever go to the Magic Kingdom fireworks show, it takes us, like, three years to save for a trip down there. And you go for, like, two hours every, like, other day. Yeah. So, yeah, people, if you just happen to find yourself in Magic Kingdom one day, you'll maybe hear this song. Okay. Okay. We can't just walk over to Disney like you can. I know. Why you sound so bitter? I'm not. You sound bitter. Anyways. Anyways. Continue. My number, my number one, and this has been recently, but it's Hercules' is I Can Go With The Distance. I really thought when I asked you to do this episode that I was going to get a good solid list. And then you have to go and put on You Can Fly... And I can go the distance. What? Really? Okay. You can, I, you can fly is... I, I, I'll admit, okay. I that because I, I was flustered. <laughs> but I can go the distance. They... That's it's a top song. It's an underrated... It's probably one of the most underrated songs. Okay. It's a decent song, okay? Oh, it's better than a decent song. Fine. It's above average song, but it's still not a... Out of all the Disney songs... Anyway, he, okay, it's this... Emo- it's emotional. Okay, this is what you remind me of, right? I don't know if you've seen this little short clip of, like, 
uh, a f- it was a Family Feud clip from like back in the seventies or eighties, where the prompt was, "Name a yellow fruit," and the lady yells out, "Orange." That's what you. That's what you've been like with. You can fly, and I can okay. go the distance. Uh-huh. You just got uh-huh. flustered, and you just my, yelled my out. Hand, my hand up. My hands up. That's my bad. You can fly. Should have been an honorable mention. I probably no, should have put. No, no, it I should have been. Like, it should even be an honorable mention. That's how bad of a pick it was. Okay, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Name a yellow oh. fruit. Orange. <laughs> and second of all, oranges sometimes when they're not ripe can be yellow. So shh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Name your top five Disney songs. Uh, you, uh, you can fly. <laughs> oh wow. All right, so. You, it's an emotional song for you. Yeah. He's like kind of, you know, he's, um, you know, trying to figure out where he belongs. Like, no one likes him. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a freak, but then, you know, he's, you know, telling himself, you know, he can go the distance and, you know, become somebody. So, basically, what I've just heard is this is, you connect with it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like nobody ever, you know, nobody ever gave me a chance in life, you know. And no one thought you could go the distance. No. <laughs> <laughs> and by that he means, you know, no one thought I could ever finish a five k, which I've done. So. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where, uh, did you hey, did you play that song when you uh, were driving away from the wedding venue? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man, that's too funny. Oh good. All right, so your number one Disney song is "I Can Go the Distance." Um, a questionable decision, but it's your decision, so you gotta stand by it. Uh, I am going with "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," and it's not even the Elton John version. Um. I will say what kind of makes this song so great is the little comedic beginning and end. Sandwich. That's why I don't like that. It sandwiches a beautiful love song. See, had they got rid of that part, probably would have been my top song. But um, but I love the Elton John version. And I um, can see what's happening. What? And they don't have a clue who. They'll fall love in love. Here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. Oh. <laughs> I love that part. You don't like that part? No, do you know... Um, so the sweet caress of twilight. Hey. There's magic everywhere. And with all this romantic atmosphere... Disasters in the air, and it leads perfectly. Yeah, no, I agree. Into but a beautiful not, love song. No, it, but you want to you want to know a little uh, factoid? Um, so that's how big of a nerd I am with Disney. <laughs> I'm sure you already know. And but you're just a big nerd because you use the word factoid. Feature. <laughs> and a 
originally, originally, uh, Timon and Pumbaa were supposed to sing the whole song. Oh. But, but Elton John apparently pitched a fit when oh, he right? heard they were going to do that, so they switched it. Wow. So. And if he falls in love tonight. So, so, so what I'm, so what I'm hearing though is that It can be assumed His carefree days with us are history In short, our pal is doomed That is a great song, I don't care what you say So, Elton John pitched a fit about that song, huh? Well, I will say that that song gets a bump because Elton John also does his own cover. So it makes it even a better song because someone else thought it was a great song, Elton John. Even though Elton John... Elton John didn't cover it, he wrote it. He wrote it, but he didn't do it in the movie. I mean, he put it on a a love song album of his. Yeah, but... That's how good this song. But no, it plays in the credits. It's enough. It's to make kings and vagabonds live the very best. That's his version. Uh-huh. And it's a damn good song. So, so let me get this straight, though. Mm-hmm. You, just, you, just hate, you pretty much hated my list as well. Yeah, it was a pretty yeah. trash list. All right, uh, I do want to transition out of... Ooh, that actually plays really well with what I'm about to ask you. I want, to trans- I want to transition out of our top five list. And I want to talk to you about Mulan for a minute. Okay. Have you ever really listened to the lyrics of Reflection for Mulan? Uh, have I ever, like, sat down and, like, read the lyrics or took the time to actually understand what all the lyrics said? No, I haven't. It's been a while since I've heard the actual song reflection mm-hmm. yeah so basically it's a transitioning song like she wants to transition to a man absolutely you think that was like the hidden agenda by Disney oh a hundred percent you can't listen or read this song and not think that it is in a, tra- a transition song well when I get off the phone with you I'll have to Well, I mean, like, the main part that everyone knows is, who is this girl I see staring straight back at me? When will my reflection show who I am inside, right? I don't think it's, she's talking about being a man, not like a physical man. Must I pretend that I'm someone else for all time? When will my reflection show who I am inside? Because they they want her to be, like, more of a, like, uh, what is it, like a a girly girl. Why must we all conceal what we think and how we feel? Must there be a secret I'm forced to hide? I won't pretend that I'm someone else for all the all that time. Come on, dude. So, that leads me to the... What do you think this Mulan movie is going to be like coming out? Well, that's what I was going to... Yeah, I knew you were going to... I knew you were going to... Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that question. 
No, it, what I heard from the Mulan, there's actually going to be no songs in it. The guy's, the guy's not going to be in it. It's just going to be her. Yeah, so that, the, the lyrics that I read to you were the Chris, uh, Christina Aguilera one. Yeah. The one from the movie says, Look at me, I will never pass for a perfect bride or a perfect daughter. Can it be I'm not meant to play this part? Now I see that if I were truly to be myself, I'd break my family's heart. Yo. Disney was ahead of the cultural times. No no one was talking about people transitioning back when Mulan came out. Well, I never thought of it that way. I just thought they wanted to be like a, like a stay-at-home wife, but she was like a, a, a like, you know, a fighter woman, like a warrior woman. Nah, dude. This is all about transitioning. So you, what you're saying is that you think Mulan wants to be a man? Yes. 100%. Interesting theory. And I'm going to be right. Watch. This movie comes out, and that's what it's going to be. So she's going to start out in, as, a, as a woman. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, she'll be a, a man. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Are they going to, like, are they chronicling her? Does she have, like, a surgery or during the movie, like, in one of the, like, warrior tents or something? No, it's just something she declares to people, and everyone's just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just don't fight it. You're just like, oh, all right, yo, that's your call. Uh-huh. You know? But yeah, I was listening because Reflection, I thought, was a good song. Actually, it still is a great song. But I was like, oh, man, this this is this is wicked deep compared to what I remember it being like. Uh-huh. What do you think? Think I'm onto something here? topic to bring up in the chat rooms or the comment sections <laughs> of, of, of Disney discussion books. Holy crap. No way. <laughs> like, like Reddit. Hey, I, I don't know about you, but nothing, nothing gets me more excited about my day than being in some random comment section under a video or a Facebook post. Oh, I love oh, man. to read. I would never post anything in the comment section. I no. just like, I want a good laugh on the comment section. <laughs> Dude. That, that one that you sent me the other day, the video, that guy getting punched and running away. Oh, the like, guy that like, punched. Like, prancing away. <laughs> oh, man. That, that, uh, the comment section. Oh, man. That, that's why I watch those things. His comments are so good. So good. Um, yeah, so that's my theory about Milan. I'm interested to see what happens with this new movie that comes out. Alex, um, what? you got anything else you want to say? I just want to apologize to the listeners. That was, I got rattled. And, <laughs> um, if, uh, if you switch it to just like, just do Disney songs in general, mm-hmm. regardless of who sings it, my list would look a lot different. So, but if you went strictly just from the movie, then, yeah, I got, I got flustered. You're right. You can fly. I still like it. I definitely rate ranked a little too high. Oh, man. Um, yeah, did you so, ever? But, uh... That was, yeah, that was an awful display on your part. Especially for being I, a Disney fanatic that you are. Well, I still am, and I still pride myself on that, and I still stand by my selection. My other four are pretty solid. Um, yeah, but that's I, like... I should have just sent me 
just throw that because I actually do love that song, like as a villain. Um, yeah, but that's like saying your favorite, your top five favorite Red Sox players of all time are like Pedro, David Ortiz, Ted Williams, Dwight Evans, <laughs> Kario Skremski, and then you go uh, Brian Dahlbach. Or, no, no, no. Hold on. You, you have those four guys, and then you're like, uh, Carl Crawford. Oh, I love Carl Crawford. <laughs> he, he was entertaining. He had some pretty sweet ejections. <laughs> he did. He also All had that time. one. Remember that? He did a top five favorite baseball ejection, the one against the Mets where he headbutted the umpire. <laughs> That's probably my top five. Oh, man. Carl Crawford? That's probably, well, I should say top five in my lifetime. I thought that was um I thought that was Carl Everett. Uh, uh, Everett. Yeah, that's who I meant. I, remember, I really am talking about Carl Everett. Yeah, I was gonna say Carl Carl Crawford didn't care enough about baseball to even no, no. even Sorry, emote Carl. anything. Yeah, no, Carl Everett though is definitely my top five favorite. Oh player. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Carl, um, Carl Crawford had that eye thing going on where you never knew if he actually could see the baseball. <laughs> So that was a weird one. Just like, dude, yeah. are you looking? Are you? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. No, that this this was pretty fun though. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks for uh, facetiming me in, not wearing your shirt. Yeah. I'm um, trying to keep up the. So am I? I'm a reoccurring guest now, right? You are a reoccurring guest. We'll have to have you on again. Maybe maybe it'll just be more a uh, a second man in, you know, type of guy. We'll yeah. See. We'll see. Or Ian just asked, what about her? What about her? She's sitting right next to me. Okay. She wants to to know if she's going to be invited back on. Am I supposed to to answer that now? (laughs) No, no, no. Actually, yeah, yeah, no, for for the podcast. Okay. The, The tough part I have here is, like, anybody that listened to her episode was just blown away that they didn't that she didn't know that that England was an island. <laughs> so I don't know if I can have that like happen yeah, but again. No, see that's that's a good thing though. People remember that. Because <laughs> so that was the episode where I said about uh, where the bird where that oh, lady yeah. tried to resuscitate that bird or something and she's like, Why are there seagulls there? Why are there seagulls there? It's a friggin' island. Are you kidding? She had no idea. Like, like, what the heck? What are they teaching down there in, in Jacks? You know what I mean? Uh, like, good yeah. grief! I don't know. She's probably got all Frozen songs in her top five. Oh, she's she's shaking her head now. She's you just insulted her. Good. She okay. Probably, she probably she probably would have a better time. She probably yeah. She probably does have a better list than me. Oh, for sure, because you can flies on on. I can guarantee you that. But here's Actually, here's the thing. What? Here's the thing. Real quick, let's get into this for a second. Just a quick second. You want her just that she's sitting right here? No, we'll, we'll save that for another episode. Okay. Can we all agree that Disney has really gone downhill with their movies? Um. Okay, like, so I'm about to go on a rant. Like Actually, our childhood movies. Our childhood of Disney movies can never be topped. 
ever. I mean, they've, they've come close a couple oh, times. Oh, no. But, 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 no, Tangled, I think, was probably, was probably the best one. Get out. Get out of here. No, no, no but can I, can I go on a rant here? Because mm-hmm. you want something that makes me mad that probably shouldn't be. Okay. Make me mad is um, I look at the slate of the upcoming Disney and Pixar movies. They're all sequels. Okay. Yeah, they've, they've Rick completely... Rick World 2 is coming out. Frozen 2 is coming out. They're coming out with the fourth Toy Story, which pissed me off. What the heck, man? And I know, because they ended Toy Story so well. Like It was like the only... like. Oh, man, I, didn't, I only saw the first Toy Story, so I don't even know. Well, the first... The, they actually... Uh, Toy Story is the only one they've ever done where they've actually... The sequels have been just as good as the first. And so, but now they're coming out with Toy Story 4, which is, like, ridiculous. And then, instead of, like, creating new content, they're coming out with live-action movies for everything. So, like, next year, they're coming out with three live-action. Let me know what you think of this. Live-action Lion King, which is essentially just going to be CGI fest with the backdrop of Africa. Yeah. Um, CGI fest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then... And then they're coming out. So Tim Burton is doing Dumbo. Why did you say it like that? Because it's gonna be so trippy with Dumbo. No, you're Tim like, Burton. you go Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, Tim I mean, that, Burton. That kind of looks cool. And then they're coming out with a live action Aladdin with Will Smith being the genie. Oh wow! Yeah. That will be interesting. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just and then I heard rumors. I don't know if this is actually going to happen because I don't know if this is Disney just like throwing the towel in. But I heard they're going to do like a live action Lady and the Tramp. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I guess I guess this this is what we we asked for this though. Yeah. Like to be honest with you, Disney can throw whatever crap it wants out there, and we're just going to eat it. No, I I. I some of those movies I'll probably go see. Oh, uh, no, 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 probably. You're definitely going to go see them. No, and then, no, 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 no. And then you're going to no, go, no, 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 Dude, and you, you have, you have just drink, you've, you've had the Kool-Aid, man. Well, no, see, I think I'm a level-headed Disney fan, because if they come out with crap, There's no such thing. What? There's no such thing. Oh, trust me, when Disney gets things wrong, (laughs) people in the fan group, oh, they, the pitchforks come out. I didn't say, it's the mob scene all over again, the mob scene. Yeah, see, you like that mob scene. What did, you think of the, what did you think of the mob scene, though, in the live-action movie? Okay, the, the only problem I had with um, the movie, the live-action Beast movie, is the best line in the whole movie. They, they left it out. What was that? Uh, where Gaston is fighting the Beast, and he says, It's over, Beast, Bell is mine. Mm-hmm. That's the best line in the whole movie. And why, they, is that the, why is that the best line? Because it's so intense, and it's, it's vintage Gaston, and it's at the peak of everything's happening, and he, and you think it is. You think it's over. It's over, Beast. Bell is my, it's over, Beast. 
Bell is mine. And then, okay, this is the other thing that pissed me off about the movie. They used a gun. Like, what the heck, man? Don't. Well, they, well, they had guns back then. Right. But but that's that's not what happened. They didn't use a gun in the movie. They shouldn't have used one in this new one. Yeah. You know? I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. Alright, well, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Alright, well, it's probably past your bedtime. Your wife is probably asking... It's past yours. Come and be, what, be, why? Why do you say that? Because I've tried calling after 9.30 a few nights, and you're, like, in bed already. Yeah, because I get up super early. I got a baby that I got to tend to. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're throwing the fatherhood card in there. Yeah, that's a good card to use, man. It oh, gets I you out of so much stuff. Up. That's, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to that part. <laughs> Is that it? That's the only part you're looking forward to? Mm-hmm. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. Don't <laughs> edit that out. Uh, definitely not editing that out. <laughs> All right. Thank All you, right. Alex, for joining us. Uh, if you like what you hear, let me know. If you completely disagree, I'm sure you'll comment on this. Uh, this should oh, be, yeah. Al, just a heads up, this should be coming out tomorrow alright so, sounds good yeah like, I can't wait for people to rip my my top five. Oh, it's gonna be awesome I, I, it's gonna be glory I can't wait I hope I get a lot of people comment so I can like be entertained uh, no it's, it's gonna be great I can't wait to see all the comments alright alright man signing off alright talk to you later bye